Blog Talk Radio. Hold up, y'all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's the Hanif J. Williams Show. Baby. Motivation Radio. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening. Today is Friday, May 15th, 2015. It's the Hanif J. Williams Show. Of course, I'm your host, Hanif J. Williams. Today we are talking tourney talk behind the scenes. I sit down with Dean Salam and Abdulmanan Jals. Of course, we're going to give our listeners a rare behind-the-scenes view of the tune-up tourney. You're going to learn about the tune-up tourney or whatever. Abdulmanan, if you can check your WhatsApp for us so we can make sure that you have we have you uh, corrected in. Uh, one of the things, it's a lot that's happened this week. Um, it's a lot to happen this week, and I have a lot in front of me that I want to run through before we put these gentlemen on the line and we tell you guys about this tune-up tournament and the legacy of it and everything about uh, the tournament. Um, uh, there's there's a lot going on in the media. Of course, I always start off with my introductions. We'll go to a break. I'll come back. We'll start our interviewing up, our interview up. Um, I think I might go for, I don't know, 60, 75, 90 minutes tonight. Last time it was 30 minutes. You guys killed me. You know, on the messages, we got a bunch of emails. Uh, I don't know if any uh, people who have WhatsApp, have you, I don't know if you've ever seen WhatsApp lock, but I got so many messages coming in. I got like something like 250 messages. Like my, my WhatsApp right now is locked. So I'm trying to, uh, if you're sending me a message, then let me know. But if I'm doing none, if you're listening, can you check your WhatsApp? Uh, there's a question uh, that please, please let us know that. A lot has happened in the week. The Muslim Ummah, of course, went uh, really, really went, uh, uh, really trended and went viral uh, because of Lindsay Lohan holding the Quran. We wrote our piece about uh, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page, and 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 uh, if you go to, um, I believe it's facebook.com backslash Hanif J Williams, you'll be able to see our piece on Lindsay Lohan. Uh, we spoke about that um, as well as everything. Twenty dollar bill. Uh, in 2020, which is five years, Harriet Tubman, they did a poll. People who don't know this, they did a poll uh, as far as what women do they want on the $20 bill because there's no women on any of the bills. So they said what they took a poll out of all the women in history who they want on the $20 bills. And Harriet Tubman, yes, that's Harriet Tubman, that's our aunt, that's our great, great, great aunt. She won the vote. She won this poll. She won this. Uh, this unofficial um, poll that she won. And so they're going to be presenting this um, to Congress or legislation or whoever else that deals with uh, with changing over the bills or whatever. Uh, they're going to be dealing with, so Harriet Tubman, there's a chance that you might see not only a lady but an African-American on the $20 bill. And what happened is the African-American community and the brown community, that's our – Africans and us are Latinas. They really, it was, it was kind of like split with everything else. Uh, some people said we don't need to be on the bill, African Americans. Some people say it's a great thing forward for ladies and African Americans. So those are just the things. Of course, we have the Boston, the alleged Boston bomber. You know, he was sentenced to life today. Uh, this is just the daily news today. I don't know if anybody's seen Bleacher Report today. Has any? If I don't know if uh, people have seen Bleacher Report, they just sent me this Bleacher Report. Uh, uh, Brittany Griner. Uh, is suspended for seven games for, you know, I don't think she was getting into the fight or she called somebody to get into a concussion or whatever the case may be. So we wanted to run down that. 
Who was this show brought to us by? Okay, we got Veterans of America. This is our show was brought by Veterans of America. Of course, uh, the Tune Up Tourney brings the show to you, and of course, ICNA brings the show to you. So we'll segue into that. I want to thank everybody already for calling up and uh, supporting this show. Of course, it's the Hanif J. Williams show. We'll take a break. We'll take a break here. Uh, we'll do. Uh, let's do um, 60 seconds. Yeah. Let's do 60 seconds break. We got a message from our sponsors. That's ICNA and Veterans um, of America. I saw my fellow soldier burn in. His shoot down. I was scared. My roommate got blown up by a mortar round. I wasn't sure if he would live. I kept seeing him there. Lifeless. There I was, back broken. And no one came and saw me in the hospital. I felt like no one cared. I decided to talk to someone. If you are a homeless veteran or veteran family and you want to get your life back on track, try Veterans on the Rise, Inc. VOTR offers rapid rehousing services as well as supportive services including life skills training, employment services, and mental health counseling. We put the veteran needs first. Veterans on the Rise, Inc., supporting the fight to end homelessness and vets by 2015 in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Contact us at VeteransOnTheRise.org. My name is Arthur Richards, and I'm a Community Development Director at ICNA Relief, an organization aimed to feed the hungry, to give refugees a chance at a new life, to help rebuild after a natural disaster has struck, and to put a roof over the head of thousands of women and children across the country. We are Muslims for Humanity. Visit us at icnarelief.org. Donate today. Now back to the Hanif J. Williams Show. Welcome back. From sports to politics, newsmakers, and celebrities. Yeah, we're making it happen. Hear about it on the Hanif J. Williams Show. Welcome to the Hanif J. Williams Show back again. I want to say something. I was just really just uh, listening to. We're trying to have. We're having technical difficulties with Abdulmanan. We're trying to get him uh, situated. So please bear with us. Abdulmanan is one of the two of one of my two guests. Uh, we do have Dean Salam already on the line here, and we're going to unmic him in a minute. But you just heard that ad from Ikna, right? That's Ikna. Please don't confuse us with Isna. Okay, that's I C as in cat, N as in Nancy, A as in Alpha. That's Ikna, right? With Ikna, this the young man who did the recording of that ad. His name is Arthur Nasir Richards, right? And when I say, uh, you know, a lot of times when you get organizations that they they send us ads or whatever, and the ads they're basically reading off a script or whatever. This this humanitarian organization, Ikna, that's with a C, not with a S. ICNA, I-C-N-A, they are really humanitarians. I mean, I, I went down to Orlando. We did a talk, I think, down to – we did a weekend down in Orlando. I met Nasir. Um, he is genuine. He is – he's very humble. He has an incredible story about how he came into the fold of al-Islam. Um, you know, he was getting a tattoo, and then, you know, he wound up, you know, taking a shahada. It was just an incredible, incredible story. He'll be on the show, but he's the one, he's the voice where you hear on that ICNA ad about the Muslims for Humanity, Muslims for Feeding Humanity. This is not just for, not just for, um, not, not just for, you know, Muslims, but they feed all, everybody. Um, so that, I think that that's very important. Okay, so we're talking attorney talk now. This is a series that we're doing. Uh, it's called uh, Attorney Talk. 
it's a eight part it's a yes, an eight part series. This is the second part of that series. We have six more installments. We'll be doing attorney talk. Simply, I just wanted to assist because of how much I love sports, of course, and of course, I was a part of this uh, institution that they're building, this attorney institution that they're building. So what I wanted to do, I wanted to use our platform and segue in into our official comeback. I was just on, uh, my sister has been bugging me, Sakina. Hey, Sakina, I know you're listening to us. My sister Sakina has been really, really asking me about this, and also my mother, too, asked me about when we're going to bring back the Hanif J. Williams show. I got all of the emails. We've Jawad and Melissa is getting all of the emails. So what we what we're doing is that we're segueing into our official return. So this is not the official return. We are just doing this to really help out with the tournament and also to kind of like warm up before our official return. I will be announcing the official return, or we'll be announcing the official return here in a few weeks. The Tourney Talk. It's an eight-part series. Six six more installments left. This is the second installment. We have. Dean Salam here. And what I wanted to do, I love behind the scenes thing. I love how things are created, right? So I wanted to speak to people who was really involved with this tournament, who really was involved with the basically all the nuances and all of the all, just the whole infrastructure of the tournament, the voting, right? Of the, oh, and we're definitely going to be talking about the voting because we wasn't finished uh, speaking about that. So I was interested in that. And so we have Dean Salam here, and before we unmic Dean, because I think his sound is right now, he's leveled out now. Dean, of course, he's from Hancock, New York, Merriamville. If you haven't been to Hancock, it's an incredible, scenic place to go. It's very spiritual. It's a very, very intense place. You know, one of the beautiful things I love about being in Hancock, New York, you can always hear that river, river or the ocean or the river, rather, echoing there. So he's from Merriamville. Um, he is definitely going to be working uh he goes to school. He's a hard worker. He's, uh, I think he's getting his associate's degree in applied science. That's computer technology. So we definitely need those. I think we might need him here at the Hanif J. Williams Show. And, of course, he works with the American uh, Muslim Men's Club under the banner of the Muslim of America International Quranic Open University. So let's go ahead and unmic. Can we unmic, unmic Dean? Yeah, unmic Dean. And Dean's unmic. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Hanif J. Williams Show, Dean. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome. Um, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I want to thank you for being um, on the show. Um, my pleasure. It's our pleasure to uh, to be on this show here tonight. Um. Let's 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 begin with this. How did how did the attorney right the attorney as far as behind the scenes with the attorney the infrastructure building the attorney up and getting it out to obviously the public you know people only see the flyer right right people see the flyer and they see the flyer they see all of the rules they see all of the regulations they see the voting which we'll talk about the voting in a minute we you know you know that the voting has always created some type of uh, controversy in particular Taj but anyway what what are the first steps that you all have to take to get to the point where you finally release it, everything to the public, right? What are the steps? And also, if you can name, so it's a two-part question, if you can name also your colleagues that are involved, the attorney committee. Okay. Um, 
All right, so to answer the first question with uh, preparation and the steps of uh, putting the tournament out, first of all, I mean, I know all you see is the, uh, all people see is the flyer and the website. And, you know, it looks, it looks, I mean, in my opinion, it looks really good and flashy, but, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of grunt work that goes into, and I'm, I'm sure you know with, uh, with um, organizing tournaments down south, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that goes into the tournament, and uh, myself and Abdul Manan, uh, 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 um, as well as some other, you know, people that we have solicited are in charge of, you know, every single thing from from the, the kitchen staff to admissions to, you know, we, we introduced uh, the fan shop, the website, um, you know, media and everything we do. You know, we oversee everything, and it's it's really uh it's really um a job. You know, um, the people on the tournament committee really we really don't have an official tournament committee. We do take um, you know, we do consider everyone's uh, concerns, um, starting with the captains. You know, first, um, but we really don't have you know a tournament committee. This is something that we 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 started very very small, and we weren't even sure. You know, we weren't even expecting, you know, the the turnout that we did in the first tournament. So we're definitely we're we're still building towards that. And inshallah, in the future, you know, a tournament committee, um, you know, will be possible. Have you? Uh, who are the people that help you out? Even if not, not uh, the unofficial tourney committee, then. Who are those names that help you out? Because I'm real big. I always say, you know, who's on our telecasts for the Lynchburg Legends, the basketball team? I always give a shout out to my cameraman. Just never forget the people behind the scenes. So I just want to, I want you to name the people who uh, help you. Obviously, Abdul Manan, he's one that helps you out. But who are the rest of the people that help you out? That help? Well, I mean, there's so many different departments when you talk about the tournament. You know, there's logistics. There's there's dozens of people that that help us out. From you know, no nobody really officially. But um, you know, like my sister, um, my sister Sultana, she deals, you know, with the kitchen. We have um, we have uh, Aisha Begum who who is uh, in charge of admissions. We you know we sometimes we we pick the brain of you know Jafar uh, Jafar Griffin who has a lot of tournament ex- experience, uh, you know, um, with the logistics of the tournament. So I mean, those are just a. a a few of the people that help us, but like I said, we have dozens of people. I can't name them all, and um, you know, off the top of my head. Definitely. What? What? Who? What role do you play personally, Salam? What role do you play in the planning aspect, the planning and the development of this of this tourney? Uh, well, I mean, Abdulmanan and I probably are, you know. We're, we basically oversee everything. In the beginning, we were doing everything pretty much. Um, it was the two of us um, and just everything from getting rest to securing a facility to making sure we have our insurance, um, you know, to soliciting a kitchen staff. We really didn't, didn't, we didn't really micromanage in the kitchen. We, you know, got some sisters and, and, and they helped us out, you know, in, in that aspect. But, I mean... Man, the list goes on. We have, you know, so many. Like the last, uh, the last tournament that we did, when we put out the website, you know, we, I did the video, he did the website. Um, yeah, I mean, 
you name it, we have our hand in everything. The website is. Can you name the Can, can you name the website for our listeners, Dean? The website is actually the web address is www.thetuneuptony.com. Okay, that's the uh, www.thetuneuptony.com. Again, we're speaking about our sponsors. If anybody's interested in sponsoring, it's never too late for sponsors. Go to the, go to, to www.thetuneuptony.com. That's tune up, not turn up, but it's tune up. T U N E uptony.com. Go there and see that there. What is your? How many tournaments is this for you, Salam? How many turn, tournaments is this this for you? How many have you played in? Well, um, I think I counted the other day. I played in, uh, I play, including the last tournament. I think I played in seven tournaments. So I'm very, you know, you know that's that's a, that's a very small number when you compare it to people like Cowie and Jafar and even yourself. Um, but yeah, I, I played in in seven tournaments, I believe, and the first one was in 2008. In uh, in Endicott, New York, it was the real the real hot gym, the Boys and Girls Club. That was the very first tournament that I played in, um, where HQ won the championship. But um, I I yeah, I think I played in in seven so far. As uh, after we myself and Abdulmanan picked it up and kind of resurrected it, this is the Tune Up Tony Volume Three is actually going to be, going to be my third, where I'm uh, actually organizing the tournament. What does the tourney mean to you? You've been playing in seven tournaments. What does the tourney mean to you, just obviously from an athletic point of view and also from a from, from any other point of view? Like what cause it's, cause it's, it, people, When people hear, if you listen to outsiders and people, we hear people say, listen, it's more than basketball, right? It's more than basketball, right? Explain that it's more than basketball part. When, if somebody was to, if I was to ask you, what does it's more than basketball mean? How would you respond to that? Okay, well, the message, you know, the message behind uh, the tune-up tourney tune or our, our motivation to, to continue to, you know, push forward is, um, you know, is fundraising and fundraising for our community and uh, and our masjid, Beitullah, you know, um, at the at the forefront. Um, the tune-up tourney also, you know, our vision, you know, now and going forward is to make it, Make it so that this event is a day of family, a day of family fun. You know, for everyone. There's something there for you know for the little kids. Uh, the last tournament we introduced what we call the Baba Baller Classic, which has never been done before. Um, we're gonna do that again this tournament. Um, that basically that's you know we the the main message is you know to build awareness you know for our for the projects in our community um you know at the forefront like i said Beitullah, last uh last tournament we were able to uh we were able to donate $500 through what we call the fight for your cause campaign and what we did is we paired up each individual team with a different project in our community so there was the Islamic Post there was the birthing center there was AMLC there was the MSA and the championship the 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 team that won won five hundred dollars for their cause, so we're able to do that and kinda of include I mean I know it's not it's not, you know, it's not that much, but at least it's something we're able to include, you know, other um other projects in our community. But um you know the met the message going forward is just to, you know, to get bigger and, you know, to involve, you know, more people, more kids and 
I mean, that's it. It's, it's uh, we don't want to, you know, we don't we we tell the players all the time that we don't want to sacrifice the integrity of the competition. You know, we're not we're not going to do that. But we are also going to cater towards the fans and the people that come and the people that you know that spend the money, um, so that you know we can continue to grow this revenue wise, attendance wise, and you know, and keep it going, inshallah. If you just join us, the Hanif J. Williams Show, I'm here with Dean Salam. We're having technical difficulties with uh, uh, with Abdulmanan. I think we're going to bring in Jafar Griffin. We're going to bring him in. We're going to plug him in here. We're going to take a break very, very quickly. We're going to try to plug Jafar in. I wish Jafar. Jafar, if you can check your WhatsApp, we're trying to send you a message, but I think we'll speak to you during the break. Again, it's the Hanif J. Williams Show. Our sponsors, again, are Veterans of America and ICNA. So we'll, can we take another 60 for us? Okay, yeah, take another 60. We'll be, we'll be back at the Hanif J. Williams show. I saw my fellow soldier burn in. He's shooting at me. I was scared. My roommate got blown up by a mortar round. I wasn't sure if he would live. I kept seeing him there, lifeless. There I was, back broken. And no one came and saw me in the hospital. I felt like no one cared. I decided to talk to someone. If you are a homeless veteran or veteran family and you want to get your life back on track, try Veterans on the Rise, Inc. VOTR offers rapid rehousing services as well as supportive services including life skills training, employment services, and mental health counseling. We put the veteran needs first. Veterans on the Rise, Inc., supporting the fight to end homelessness and vets by 2015 in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Contact us at veteransontherise.org. My name is Arthur Richards, and I'm a Community Development Director at ICNA Relief, an organization aimed to feed the hungry, to give refugees a chance at a new life, to help rebuild after a natural disaster has struck, and to put a roof over the head of thousands of women and children across the country. We are Muslims for Humanity. Visit us at icnarelief.org. Donate today. Now back to the Hanif J. Williams Show. Welcome back. From sports to politics, newsmakers, and celebrities. Yeah, we're making it happen. Hear about it on the Hanif J. Williams Show. Welcome back to the Hanif J. Williams Show. Again, just a quickly rundown. It is... Uh, did we do station on them? Yeah, did that already. Hanif J. Williams Show, March 15th, 2015. It's 22 past the hour. We already spoke about what's going on in the world. We spoke about Lindsay Lohan holding the Quran. We spoke about holding the Quran in Brooklyn, New York, on her way to sobriety. I guess she's on her way to some type of, um, some type of, I guess she's getting off of uh, being addicted to alcohol. Uh, hopefully she's able to overcome that. We spoke about Harriet Tubman, the poll that they took, her being on the $20 bill, her, mean, her meaning Harriet Tubman, being on the $20 bill. If you don't know about that, you have to look it up. It's incredible. It went all over Twitter. It went all over face, Facebook. We also uh, we talked about the Boston bomber, the alleged Boston bomber. He was sentenced to so-called life or the death penalty, rather. Uh, that's all over C- CNN. They did a breaking news with that. That was sent to me. I really appreciate everybody with that. We're speaking about the t- the tune-up tourney, this is like a tongue twister for me. It's like we're speaking about the tourney talk with the tune-up tourney. Try to say that a few times. This is a eight-part series. This is the second installment, so we have six installments left. We are going to bring in uh, uh, Jafar Griffin. Jafar's the, I, I believe Jafar is probably the, one of the, is, is the most winningest 
winningest player, he's like, I was saying uh, to his brother um, a few days ago that Jafar is like Bill Russell. You know, if anybody knows about Bill Russell, he has like the most championships. And Jafar is a legend. He's like Bill Russell. He has the most championships. So we're going to uh, welcome uh, Jafar. Is, uh, is Dean on mic as well, too? Okay, yeah, make sure Dean's on mic as well. I want them to talk at the same time. So we're going to welcome Jafar Griffin, the, all, the all-time winningest attorney player, right? That's right. I, I, think, I, think, I, I think we can say that. Welcome to the show, Jimmy. Thank you. How's everybody doing? Wa alaikum Jafar, let's, I mean, uh, how many tournaments have you played in, Jafar? I, I know Dean, you just, I'm pretty sure you just heard Dean say that he played in seven. Once, if you can count off the top of your head, how many tournaments have you, how many tournaments have you played in, just so people can quantify how long Man. we say legend, when we say winningest. Like, like I want people to know how long you've played in it. I've, I've played in a total of, let's see, 6, 4, 14, and I believe almost 19 tournaments, if there's been that many. I'm counting up the championships. Amazing. I've had, I have, personally, I have almost as many championships as the number of tournaments Dean's actually played in. I have six championships. Um, Massachusetts has four championships, I believe. Um, Virginia has three or four. Um, then there's, um, LBs have one and Philadelphia has two. So that I've played in every single one. So it's a lot of tournaments. It's been going back a long time. It's been, it's kind of institution now. Wow. Have you, I mean, you know, like, I, I want to ask you the same question with Dean. I mean, you're talking about 19 tur- tournaments over all of this time. Right now you're seeing mm-hmm. your sons come up. I mean, you basically raised your brother Azim. At one time he had an incredible MVP tournament, and to see him carry on the name, the Griffin name, whatever. What does the tournament, uh, you, you know, you, you, you looking back, if you can look back at the rear view, the rear view of your life, you know, looking out the window of the tournaments. Mm-hmm. How can how would you summarize in about two or three minutes what the tournament means to you? Obviously, from an athletic point of view, because you're a competitive athlete, and also just from a moral standpoint. Well, competitively, um, it's it's the one thing that we've we've established in our community where you know how how things go with with communities that are spread out around the whole entire nation and and now across the whole world is that we're a close-knit community, but we're a large community. And with that comes all the, I want to say, urban legends as far as people's individual skill and any type of activities, basketball, football, baseball. You know, from one community to the next, you always hear about who's the best somewhere else. And the basketball tournament is, is one of the – only things, the only times where everybody comes together and they get to showcase their talent. So all the stories you heard about Abdul or whoever from from down south that's supposed to be the best thing, and you get the chance to show your your level against them and show what you what you're made of. And it's it's the most competitive thing that I, as far as basketball is concerned, I've ever played in because it's just like if anybody that's listening. You know, I know we all, especially you and, and myself, we have brothers. And imagine you having about a hundred brothers from all across the country 
and then you bring them all together, and then you have a basketball game. It's it's the it's so competitive because no one wants to lose to their brother, no one wants to lose to their brother. So it gets so competitive. It's it's fierce, you know. And at the same time, and during the games, and you know this as well, and the ones that played in it during the games, it's so intense. It's so intense, and it, everybody is going giving one hundred percent to win the game. Then right after the game, it's all love, you know. And this is where the family and the community aspect comes into it because. We get chance. We get a chance as a community to come together, compete, and then just enjoy, enjoy, enjoy each other's company. See each other that we haven't seen that we haven't seen in years, and bond once again and increase that love. And with all that happening and everybody enjoying ourselves, we get to raise money for these needed projects that are being done in the community and elsewhere that's eventually, you know, going to help Muslims in the United States and around the world. You know, it's just, it's, there's no other event right now that, that does all these things. I think, I, I think what, you know, again, this is Jafar Griffin. He's the author. How many championships do you have, uh, Jafar? I have six championships. I mean, does it, uh, does it ever get, I mean, what keeps you playing in these tournaments? I mean, because because what more can you possibly accomplish? I mean, someone would say, okay, you got six championships. I mean, you know, the last the, the, the tournaments that I've seen you play, and me and you have had probably some of the most. You know, I'm on the sideline and you're playing. Are, are mm-hmm. probably the, the most the most storied uh, a rivalry is Virginia and New York in particular headquarters. So so me mm-hmm. seeing you after you win three after you win four. And it, when you look at you, you say, "Man, it's like he's never won before." What keep what when you wake up Saturday morning for that tournament? What mm-hmm. is going through you? You're the all-time winningest player. What's going th- What's going through you? Because most people would say, oh, I've, "I've already won. It really doesn't make a difference." But you really step out to win every single game. So, what is mm-hmm. it that motivates you to say, "You know what? I have six. This one I want to win this one too. What makes each championship different? That's my first question. It's a two-part question. Mm-hmm. The second part is that out of all of the championships, out of six, right, which one mm-hmm. do you which one do you value the most? Okay, the, the, as far as the motivation goes, in the early periods of the tournament, it was all about proving yourself. Because, this, the, like I said, it's the first time that as a community we brought everybody in and everybody can say, okay, who is the best? So it was all about proving yourself. And mind you, you know, I'm pretty sure we're going to probably get into talking about the rankings and all that. These tournaments started when all these, if you want to say, um, tournament legends, hardly any of the tournament legends were in their front. So as good as you've seen them play in the tournament, it's not as even close to as good as, as their actual peak were. But that was, the, that was the motivation in the beginning. And as far as, as, as New York is, the teams that I played on, we, we, my, the team I played on, we actually won the very first championship. Um, it was a small tournament. The only um, um, traveling team was Massachusetts. So it was basically New York teams and then Massachusetts in the team. And that was the first tournament I won. Um, the next tournament, pretty much Massachusetts dominated for the next two, two or three tournaments. And then from then, 
it was just okay. We got to show that we can we can beat Massachusetts. We're the best. So what, after going on those losing streaks for a couple of years, that was the motivation. Then, after we finally got our championships, um, we went down to Virginia and won down there with with a, another team. And and, not, and a lot of people don't know this, but HQ is a fairly is a fairly new team as far as New York teams go in the tournament. But we could talk about that some other time. But the motivation each time is there's, and I'll be honest, after we formed HQ, it really became easy to win in the tournament. I'll be totally honest with you. It became, it was still competitive, but as far as HQ goes, we got complacent. And we lost the motivation a little bit as far as the motivation that's needed before the tournament to properly prepare for it. So when the game, when the, when the, when the tip goes up and the ref throws the ball up, of course, it was competitive. We give it our all. However, when it was time to prepare, we were complacent. It was like, okay, it's, it's getting kind of easy. You know, we kind of got this. So we had to motivate motivate ourselves. Then, then we had to find different ways to motivate ourselves. For instance, we would change people up on our teams. One tournament we said, you know what, we're going to go all Griffin brothers with a few extra players and see if we can win. Then we won. So every every tournament you have to personally find something that's going to give you give you that edge. The last championship the headquarters won, we won the championship. None of us prepared for the tournament. We were pretty much totally out of shape. We lost every single game on the first day. Then we won the championship on the second day. Then this next this next time, we lost in the championship versus Mass. Now headquarters is going through a transition right now. There's after this tournament, you're not going to see headquarters for a long time. This is our motivation. We want to let everybody know that headquarters is the best team that's ever been assembled in the TMO in the tournament history, and then get our revenge on Massachusetts. And then we're going to retire for a little bit. So that's the motivation. That's, that's that, this, is, this is Jafar. Uh, this is Jafar. It's the Hanif J. Williams. We got to pause for station identification. This is the Hanif J. Williams show. We're coming back with our official comeback. It's an incredible guest that I have coming on. We'll be announcing this. Uh, I think Melissa said in ten days. I think we'll we'll announce this in ten days. We are doing the Tony Talk. It's an eight part series. This is our second installment. Actually, uh, me and Griffin have a uh, me and Gr- he has his own show. He's going to be he's me and him is he has his own show that we're actually calling uh, that we're actually calling Griffin. That's a call Tony Talk. So the name of the series is Tony Tony Talk. Each uh, each one of uh, these series have a name to them. Like this is called Behind the Scenes. So when me and Griffin talk. Here, I believe it's Tuesday. It's called Tony Talk with Griffin, and he'll tell you all about everything about the winning his coach, him and Kawi. Actually, people don't know how who's older out of him and Kawi, and what, I don't want him to answer that now. But people don't know who's older out of the two, and and that's something that we're going to clarify when we do Tony Talk, you know, uh, slash Griffin. That that'll be Tuesday, and we'll 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 put the flyer out to everybody. I believe Sunday. So, Sonny J. Williams show. What is today? Today is Friday. May 15, 2015, we're talking Tony Talk as a T-O-M-O Tony. What's the website? What's the website for our listeners? We're getting ready to take some calls, too. We're getting ready to take some calls. Um, so if you want to speak to us, press, press 1. If you want to speak to us, if you have, uh, is Dean available? Can we unmic Dean, too? 
Um, what, what's the website? Uh, what's the website, Jafar, that people can go and visit? It is, it is thetuneupturning.com. 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 Dean, are you back with us? I'm here, G. Okay. Dean yeah. is with us. It's the, we didn't take a break at 30. I guess we'll take a break at 45. When, Dean, you've heard the sayings. What does, when, when people say, what is your memory of Griffin, Jafar, right? When people say he's a legend in the tournament, he's the all-time winningest player, right? When you hear that, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, actually, um, I had uh, I had the honor of actually playing with HQ um, one year, and um, you know, did y'all win? Being... <laughs> no, that was one of the, that was one of the tournaments that we did not win. Have um, you ever won? But before you answer that, let me interrupt you. Don't forget your thought. Have you ever won a championship, Dean? I have never won a championship in my seven tournaments. I've been in three finals, so. Um, I mean, if that counts, I've been in, I've been to the finals almost half the times that I that I played in the tournament. But um, no, it doesn't never, count. Though, but I, go ahead and answer the question. <laughs> I've never won the championship, but um, you know, I, like I said, I had the uh, had the honor of playing with HQ, you know, uh, one year, and um, it was it was actually it was pretty surprising because you know what I saw with HQ and 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 you know what where they build their success is their selflessness. You know, they are very selfless. I remember one play, we were coming down the court, and one of the players were, was like, you know, let's play through Dean. Let's play through Dean. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but, you know, they understand when uh, when they have a, um, when they, you know, when they have a mismatch somewhere or when they can exploit, you know, a defense. And their main goal in the end is winning. That's what it is. Their main goal in the end is winning. It's not about who scores the most points. It's not about, you know, who wins the MVP. And, you know, that's what a lot of teams, a lot of the teams lack, um, you know, coming in, coming into the tournament. Another thing is that they play, you know, they play with each other. Um, I know they're used to all year round, and they play the game with, with a lot of IQ. They play the game very, um, you know, very strategic. They're not looking to come out and run and bury teams right away. They'll, you know, they'll grind at it and – you know, more times than not, they're uh, they're hoisting the championship. So incredible, Kareem Spencer. What's up, Kareem? I, if you hear me out there, man, this is my shout out to Kareem Spencer. What's up, Kareem? Call in, man. Call in, call in and say hi to us, bro. Give us salams. Call in and say hi to us. It's Hanif J. Williams show. I got Salam. I got Griffin on the phone. Griffin, the all-time winningest player ever in the MOA history, says a lot. Played in 19 tournaments. Given the background behind the scenes, let's talk a little bit behind the scenes. Salam, you mentioned earlier, and I want both of you all to answer this or comment on this. It's really not a question. It's just your thoughts or whatever. You talked about the kitchen. You talked about food. You know how much we love food and we love sports. You put those two things together you you could no wonder why y'all can put people in in a gym for 36 hours and watching all of these games right because of the food food has improved over the years let's talk about the let's and i want to start with griffin and then salam you can you, you can finish off let's talk about this kitchen let's talk about the food what can people expect from a menu point of view oh you want to go to me for that Griffin, I yes. have no idea exactly what the menu's going to be, but I just know 
the line, wherever the line is, wherever the cafeteria is, always going to be packed. I know the, the last tournament, the, um, the kitchen was actually really close to the gym, and a lot of times I think the kitchen had had more um, more fans than the actual basketball game because we had to move people <laughs> out the way. So what what, what do you – people are listening to you, uh, 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 Jafar, now. You've transitioned now, even though you're still playing. You've almost become like a, a makeshift mentor because, of course, the young kids have seen you grow up. You became a household name because of this tournament. Nobody's a bigger household name than Kawi, but at the same time, you all – and I said it before, I said the greatest one-two punch uh, in tournament history is you you and your brother, especially during those the, those heydays. What, what will you yeah. tell the people? Because people listen to what you have to say. Uh, you're a mentor also outside of the community. Uh, I, I want to let everybody know that, that that Griffin is a professional, too. He works for the state of New York. Um, so uh, we'll speak about that uh, Tuesday on, on his show. But I just wanted to say, what will you tell some of the youngsters? What, will you, what, like, what do you eat, what do you eat uh, on a tournament? Because obviously you're paying eight games in 36 hours. You know you can't mm-hmm. eat just anything. What are the things that you choose to yeah. eat, Griffin? Now, the thing is that, and you guys talked about this on your first show, with uh, my brother Dukawi, the thing is about these tournaments, it's not just basketball. It's not just I'm gonna go and regular tournaments. You can get away with okay, I'm just gonna you know I got a tournament this weekend. I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna play a few games, and you know hopefully win the championship. The tournament preparation starts the weeks or a week before the tournament even starts with you eating right and drinking right. You have to hydrate yourself. You have to eat a lot of, um, you know, as far as good carbs, you know, like ground rice, um, a whole wheat, noodles, lots of vegetables, green vegetables. You have to really prepare yourself because it is a marathon. You know, if you could easily go online and Google um, meals to prepare for a marathon, because this is what you're, you're going to be in. You're, you're going to be taxing your body to the very limits playing in this two-day tournament because every game is going to be intense and you're going to be playing more games in two days than you'll probably ever play um, in your lives. So you have to eat properly. You have to drink properly. The most important thing is going to be drinking. You have to drink up, hydrate days before the actual weekend of basketball. Then on tournament weekend, give all your money to the concession stand. They'll sell everything you need. They're going to have the Gatorades, the waters. They're going to have the healthy foods for you. They're going to have the fruits. They're going to even have the good foods that, if you know, if you just want to, you know, have something good and tasty. They'll have all that for you in the concessions. People are asking uh, me, it's 350 people listening to us right now, Azim. Azim, Azim's the other Griffin. This is like Griffin, like we're giving them an overdose of Griffin. Uh, Azim is probably one of the, uh, you'll hear from Azim, I'm pretty sure, uh, sometime throughout this series as well. When we do our last uh, airing when we just let all of the uh, participants just call in and just do their little trash talk or whatever. That's the last show of this. I believe it's like the day before or two days before here. But Azeem Griffin, there's 353 people listening right now, live callers. I, and that doesn't include the website and iTunes or whatever. I just know I can see 353 people listening. Dean, the kitchen is what I love. Of course, I'm a. Of course, I coach, so I, I, you know, I can eat, you know, some nachos and, and, and chips, some things you can't eat. What can we expect out of the kitchen this year that we couldn't uh, in previous tournaments like last year? Well, the kitchen. I know that the kitchen staff, um, you know, what they wanted to do was improve it, you know, for the players, giving you know healthier options. Like I think they were talking about like a chicken salad, um, 
they were talking about a, a chicken wrap. Um, the uh, the you know the uh, the naked drinks, the boathouse you know drinks that are like three dollars for eight ounces at at the Walmart. You know they're, they're uh, you know talking about things like that um, as well as last year. You know last year there was more food more geared towards the the crowd and not and not the players. Um, they had you know the regular stuff, cheese fries and, and chili dogs, burgers and and things like that. But you can look forward to healthier options if you're a player this year. Incredible. Fifteen. We're, we're right. Uh, uh, Fifteen minutes till the hour. It's the Hanif J. Williams show. I'm here with Jafar Griffin, all-time winning his coach, Dean Salam, who's still on his quest for his first championship. Hopefully, he's able to get that. Um, here at June 6th and 7th for this is the tournament. Please go to thetuneuptourney.com. We'll see all of your messages on WhatsApp. My WhatsApp just, you guys shut down my WhatsApp. I'm looking at you. I had like, I had like 166 messages. And my WhatsApp is just pushing through. So we're listening to you on WhatsApp. Some people started to text me because I wasn't answering my WhatsApp, and that was the reason why. We're talking to Griffin. We're talking to Salam. We're going to take a break here. Let's hear from, can we hear from Nor Vitamins since we're talking about all of this health things? We'll hear from Nor Vitamins. We'll be, we'll be right back in 30 seconds. It is recommended that all adults and children take one multivitamin a day. This ensures a complete intake of critical nutrients needed for general health. Nor Vitamins provides you and your family the most complete vitamin formulations made with all natural ingredients and halal certified, free of pork and alcohol ingredients. With newer vitamins, you can rest assured that you and your family are taking everything you need and nothing you don't. Visit newervitamins.com today. Now back to the Hanny J. Williams Show. Welcome back. From sports to politics, newsmakers, and celebrities. Yeah, we're making it happen. Hear about it on the Hanif J. Williams Show. Welcome back to the Hanif J. Williams Show, 15 minutes past hour. I'm not going to take, uh, at 9 o'clock, I'm not going to take a break. I want to, let's get into this, these rankings. <laughs> let's get into these rankings. Let, let me take a sip of water before we get into this. <laughs> Dean, was you involved with these rankings? Can you go, if these, uh, and while I'm speaking, I want people to go to this so, so you can follow us. If, you, if you're on your phone or if you have a laptop in front of you, if you have your tablet or your iPad or whatever, go to thetuneupturney.com. Somewhere on the site, right, is rankings. Can you pull that up? Can, can we pull it up? Yeah. Thetuneupturney.com, yeah. Go to the site, look up at the rankings, and see why these rankings have created such a uh, so much chatter with these and you all know how I feel about it. I want to hear what Griffin the legend has to say about it. I want to I want to hear what Dean has to say about it. First of all, Dean Salam, did you have anything to do with these rankings? Okay, uh for this installment of the Tune-Up Tourney, I had very little to do with these rankings. Um the proof is that I'm I'm in I'm ranked number six. If I had anything to do with to do with it, I'd probably be one. But um, you know, on a, on on a more on a more serious note, um, what we did myself and the Nuvanon for this tournament is we solicited the help of a panel, um, and we you know 
gathered up a group of uh, gathered up a group of people who are, you know, we feel as though are unbiased, who follow the tournament, you know, who you know follow basketball as a whole, and you know we we let them we let them go at it, and you know this is what they came up with, and um, you know we agree, we don't have any any objections, so you know. Let's uh let's 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 talk about something for a minute. You just said to me, and and, and we're going to, and, and I'm pretty. I know Jafar has a lot, so I got to give Jafar at least five minutes for him to answer. But I want to say this real quick, real uh, quick. Salam. Do you know it? You, do you know what it it would do to your presence, your aura, if you told me that? I played in seven championships and I have a championship. I played in seven tournaments and I have a championship. Do you understand what that would do, Dean, to your do, – do you understand what, how it elevates you? Do you understand? It elevates you. So when I look at Taj, for instance, and I, I hope Taj is listening. I mean, it's like if, if he has long-distance issues, we, he can get on his iTunes and just – Backslash Hanif J. Williams to listen to us, so he can go to. As a matter of fact, the ways to listen, of course, dial in. We might as well say this: the Hanif J. Williams Show, seven seven three eight nine seven six two three eight. If you want to talk to us, press one. If you don't want to talk to us, that's fine. You don't have to press one. Seven seven three eight nine seven six two three eight. We're on iTunes. iTunes, just search in the Hanif J. Williams Show. Blog Talk Radio. Backslash Hanif J. Williams. You can go to the website www.hanifjwilliams.com. Okay. So those are all the different ways you can listen to us. Todd, if you're listening to us, no. No one's taking anything away from you. I will never put you number one. Simply because of championships means everything, and please do not patronize me. Azim, I know you're listening right now. Please, 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 Azim, hit one. Call in if you want to, please. Don't give me the reference of Patrick Ewing and, 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 and Charles Barkley. Don't give me that reference. Because that's – you have – these. if you look at Jafar, Saeed, Kawi, we have – I think Azim's getting ready – I think we're getting ready to unplug Azim right now. I believe, but I want everyone to know that the fact that we play the game to win. If I was, I said it already three times, and we're going to get uh, Jafar to respond, and then we'll unplug, uh, we'll unplug this, this first caller. If I was to say, Griffin has played in 19 tournaments, but he has no championships. Do you, do you see how incomplete that is? If I say that Griffin is the all-time winningest player, you're going to listen to what he has to say a little bit. My point is the fact that we play the game to win. It's all about Sunday. Once I said this, we got all of these callers getting ready to call in. Uh, uh, Jafar, can you respond real quick before we go to these calls? Because the caller's got a lot to say to you and me probably. So can you respond? Well, here's the thing. With rankings, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to – I could debate – we could debate the rankings all day. But the first thing you have to do if you want to talk about rankings, as far as ranking players, you have to establish a criteria. So based off of if you're just going pure skill, who's the best skilled basketball player right now in the Jamaat? If you say Taj, I'm not going to argue with you. But if you're going to factor on other things like championships, winning, um, other factors, then he's probably not going to be the best, the best basketball player in the Jamaat. Um, for instance, we have—I mean, I'm, I'm going to pull up the rankings real quick if I can look at them. Um, as far as the overall, the top, the top ten, you have 
you have Asif as number one, Taj is number two, Kamali is number three, Azim is number four, Softar is number five, um, Dean is number six, Ra Abdurrahman, Ra is number seven, Nadir is number eight, Abdul Kali is nine, and then myself is ten. I mean, to me personally, those rankings are all over the place. I don't, I can't scout any type of criteria what they're judging is based off of. But let's say if you go the other way and say, okay, it's all about championships, then I'm the best player in the Jamaat. But I know that's not that's not true. I don't, I don't believe I should be on the top ten right now. But the first thing you have to discuss before you go into anything is say, this is our criteria. So let's discuss that. Let's discuss what is our criteria. And then we can talk about where people should be as far as the rankings go. Let's unplug Azim. Azim, welcome to the Anif J. Williams channel. It's pretty sure he has to do. I'm leaving. Dean, you have a live mic. I'm leaving Jafar with a live mic as well, too. So let's, uh, let's, what's, is, 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 can we unplug him? Yeah. Azim, are you with us? Can you hear us, Azim? What's going on? Well, this, is, this is Azim Griffin. Let me just give everybody a 30-second 30, a 30 really bio real quick. Azim Griffin, he is the the, the Griffin Trio, right? It's, it's many more Griffins, but the Griffin Trio, the core Griffins, the household names that we know is Kali, Jafar was on the line, Azim is on the line. He's the younger, he's the younger Griffin, very, very, very athletic. He has a lot of championships as well, too. No, no one is ever going to argue with his resume, but he, but he, but me and him went back and forth on WhatsApp. Azim, the floor is yours. So, as far as the rankings go, right now the best basketball player in the Jamaat is Todd. And that being said, I've been in many battles with Todd, beat him in the championship twice. But right now he's the best basketball player. As far as the rankings, uh, Doombug, Dean, they don't want to give out the names of who put their input in it. But they're all over the place because they want to say championships matter. But Abdurrahman Ra just got a championship, and he's MVP, had 38 points in the championship game and led the tourney in scoring, but yet he's ranked under Dean. So as far as the rankings, they're all over the place, like Jimmy said. But the number one player in the okay, draft... Okay, so, 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 so Azim, I can't say Griffin, because that's too many Griffins on the line. Uh, even Cowie's listening. Uh, Azim, so is it an integrity issue as far as the voting goes? Or is it... Does this thing have to be categorized? Do we have to really is – is legacy an issue? Because, you know, you know, and, of course, it's, I think you're very, very unique because though you was young, and I don't, I don't even think there's a player like you. You're very, very unique. Though you was young, you, you was actually witnessing and winning during that golden era. So when we talk about legacy, is this a legacy thing? And do you, you, you look at Abdulmanan, if he's a part of the coaching – we're trying to get Abdulmanan still on the line here. We, we, I'm extending this for another 60 minutes because so many people are calling up once we started talking about this. So is, is it an integrity thing as far as do you don't agree with the integrity? What are the things do you agree with and don't agree with, Azim? One thing I do agree with is that when people think of the best, they think of who won and were you a great player. For instance, Charles Barkley has no championships, but he's one of the top players to ever played a game. So that's where people fall in, in line. He's never won a championship, but there's also criteria. He's never had one of the best teams. There's always a border stopping half their team from coming over, right? 
So, for instance, I won my first championship when I was 17, 18, and I have five cents. Then I'm 26 now. So there's only been a couple years where I haven't won. Right? But I'm not going to go say I'm better than Taj or I'm better than Asif. Right? So I do do disagree with the ranking because, like Jimmy said, there's no criteria. There's no basis. Well, one, can we can, one can, can you hold on for me, Azim? I want to get to the other Jafar. This is another. It's like two Jafar. This is Jafar. This is drama. He's the LBs. They play. Can you? Can, can you? Can, I want to come back to you, Azim. But I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to take you off live for a minute. Can you stay with me? Yes, sir. Azim, can you stay with me? Yeah. Stay with me. So, so this is Azim. He's saying, "Let's unmike drama, please." Drama, the LBs. LBs was one of those strong teams that played amongst those core teams. Drama, you're on mic. I'm getting ready to introduce you, so, so just don't speak just now. But I want to say this is the fact that the LBs was called the Land Boys. They was amongst that whole era. They, there was almost, there was always a step. There was always a step behind, uh, uh, if you will, Massachusetts, HQ, Virginia. I always thought they, I thought at one point, I never forget that when, when, when Massachusetts. I I know Dr. Bashir is listening. When they had Dr. Bashir walking to the gym, and I, I kind of like said, "Wait a minute, this is this can be this can cause some problems." But they but they really didn't make it. Drama, you're live. What's up, bro? What's, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Welcome to the Anif J. Williams Show. What are your thoughts about all of you heard? Of course, the tournament. Of course, you know, the rankings. Of course, the fact that LB has never, ever won. And y'all was a part of the golden era. Y'all have never won. You know, what, 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 how can you convince us that you're going to win here in a few weeks, three weeks from here, and everything that you've heard thus far? Um, lot lots have to do with, like, really getting in shape. Trying to be mentally ready. I mean, you know, I think the time is now. The time has come. Like I said, we've been in the shadow of different teams. And really, we're tired of being in the shadows of different teams. You know what I mean, like you guys in Mass, you talk about Mass, you talk about the HQ, you also talk about Virginia. Um, here and there, I've always been hearing y'all play good. I've always been hearing, oh, y'all played hard. But, I mean, eventually you get tired of that. I'm, I, we're, not, we're not taking the pictures at the end. We're not there in the big in the big dance. So what's the sense of keep hearing, oh, y'all played good and y'all played hard? I mean, I think, like I said, more more likely hungry, really tired of hearing all all, the, uh, all of that. So tired of hearing the HQ, this, the math, this. I wanted to be the land boys. Talk about us. Have you? Is your time running out? Because this is this is kind of. I think we got maybe one or two more tournaments left as far as that golden. You was a part of that golden era. You was. I mean, I mean, your peers, Faid. I mean, all of your peers have won. You haven't won. I mean, you know, and, and, and listen, this is real talk. We're giving it to you. But listen, the first hour we're, politi- the, the first hour we're politically correct because the chosen is still up. The second hour from 9 to 10, we don't have to be politically correct. We're at the 9. Uh, I have to pause here real quick. This is two station identification. It's the Hanif J. Williams show. We're eating up right now. It's 9 o'clock. Uh, this, uh, this broadcast is brought to you by ICNA. That's I-C-N-A. It's not with an S. Please do not say with an S. It's I-C-N-A. ICNA. It's Norvitamins and it's Veterans of America. We, I, I, I'm not going to take no breaks for the rest of the show. I'm not, I'm not going to take any. No, we're just going to talk to the end. I'm not going to take any breaks for the rest of the show. We have Salam on. That's Dean. We have Griffin and Shafar. He's the all-time winning. 
He's a, he's he's the all-time winningest player. LB did win one time. We just got that straight. LB did win win once. Jafar. What? What? Do you feel? Do you feel that you? Do you feel that you need to win more to be listed amongst those those legend teams, those teams of Mass, those teams of Virginia, those teams of HQ, right? And is your time? Is this is this possibly your last tournament? Because you know, Father Time catches up with everybody. Do you think? So are you in desperation mode? Yes, 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 I am. Uh, if we can get over this slump, like I said. Yeah, time is running out, but if we can really get over this hump and win one and win this this one coming up, I think the next two and next three, I think we will feel comfortable winning. I'll, I'll pretty much be satisfied. But awesome, Jafar, J- a drama. Stay with me. I'm going to get back right back with you. We got Canada calling us right now, and it's not Taj. Maybe this person can get Taj on the line. Drama, I'm just, stay with me. Don't stay with me. I'm just going to uh, mute you real quick. Let's get Jamal. This is Jamal from Canada. This particular, Jamal, you have a live mic, but I'm going to introduce you. Don't say nothing until uh, in a few minutes, uh, in a few seconds. I want to say this. I've always wanted, first of all, this is my last tournament coaching. This is, this, this, this is my last tournament coaching. I'm hanging it up after this. This is my last tournament coaching. That's it. My last tournament coaching. Thank you. Thank you. This is my last tournament coaching. I've always wanted to coach two people. And I can say this now because I'm at the end. I've always wanted to coach Dr. Bashir and Jamal, Jamal the point guard from Canada. He's calling here. I don't know what he's going to say about his counterpart, Taj. Jamal, you have a live mic. Uh, assalamu alaikum. Everybody can hear you. Listen, we're at 400 listeners right li- live listeners right now. We're at 400 live listeners right now. Jamal, welcome to Naive J. Williams Show. Assalamualaikum. How you doing, Ike? Alaikum salam. I'm good. I'm good right now. You know, I was just uh, tuning in, listening to everybody, you know, talk about the uh, tune-up tourney and the rankings and the different things and, you know, the championships and HQ being on top for so long, which you got to salute. VA doing their thing, you know, Mass obviously has a whole bunch of talented players. I mean, I am a point guard, so that's one of the deepest positions in the Jamaat at the guard position, right? So I know what it is to go up against these guys. I know what it is to go up against Jafar. I know what it is to go up against Asif. And, you know, my little brother is Taj. Everyone, I guess, if you're not part of the Jamaat, you may not know, but everyone knows in the Jamaat, my little brother is Taj. Now, obviously, it might sound a little biased if I come out and I say, he is the best player in the Jamaat. But what I can say is that it's just like the NBA right now. A couple years ago, everyone said it was Kobe. Now, obviously, everyone knows Father Time has caught up with Kobe. Prior to that, it was Michael Jordan. Father Time caught up with Michael Jordan. Right now, it's LeBron James's era. Now, that's what I think Taj has on everyone else. Now, I can't say he has won a championship because we haven't won a championship. And I'll say that the United States border, salute to them, because they have been the best defenders in the Jamaat tournament so far because they have continued to out the legs across the board. Hey, listen, y'all hear this fire being shot? Y'all hear this? We mean that figuratively, too. I mean, you know, but... Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, hey, listen, hey, let me stop you for a minute here. Let me stop you for a minute. I like this. Jimmy, please feel free. Jimmy has a live mic. Jimmy, you can... you can. Jafar, are you with us? Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. Jafar has a live mic. Dean has a live mic. I wish Abdul Manan can call in. Uh, okay, listen. Okay. Jamal, 
I love you, bro. You know I love you. First of all, I, I, I want to attach that disclaimer to what I'm getting ready to tell you. So let me carefully walk you through this for 30 to, 30 to 45 seconds, okay? All right, all right. When I'm not talking about the times when Taj has been stopped at the border, and that's a, that's an incredible punchline as far as the greatest defenders have been the United States Border Border Patrol. That's incredible, right? <laughs> I want to say this. I personally, as a coach, probably the loudest mouth in the gym when my team is playing, I've never game planned against your brother. And I mean that there's no disrespect against him. Because I game plan against winners. There's a time where I doubled Jafar one time. There's times where I, 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 I mean, we doubled Kylie for like three years straight, when, especially when he was Dr. Delicious, when he was getting, you know, 20 and 10 consistently. All of the players that have won, Bashir, Asif, you can go down the list of all the players that won. And what I'm trying to give you is a, is a reflection of a winner. I'm trying to explain to you of a winner. And those names that you've mentioned, James, meaning LeBron, Bryant, meaning Kobe, Jordan, meaning Michael, all of those players won at least two championships. You have two, you have five, and you have six. Two, respectively, to James, five, respectively, to Bryant, six, respectively, to the legend Jordan. I've never once, not one time, and I mean this, this is the truth, even though he, even though he, he, he killed my young guns team. I've never once game planned to get your brother. I never once said we have to we have to double touch. Now, of course, this was some years ago. Now, when I come here in what what is it? Three weeks? What is it? Oh, the tournament's June sixth, June seventh. We all should say we all, we should always say the tournament, the tournament uh, a date. I've never went against him. Why? Because your brother's a great player. Your your brother's a great shooter. Your brother's not a winner. Not, uh, not a winner with the tournament. Of course, he's a winner in his life, crying out loud. He's my, he's my Muslim brother. <laughs> but but, course, he's, but he's not a winner. Well, listen, when you talk about Saeed, if you don't control Saeed, he's probably going to take Virginia to the championship. In those heydays, if you don't control Bashir or Aziz, you got to control them. They're going to take Massachusetts to the championship. If you don't control Jafar and Cowie, of course, you know their resume is just as, is, is like a scroll. They're going to win six, five and six championships. Taj, to me, is like Peyton Manning to me. Peyton Manning is incredible, and in he's incredible minus Peyton Manning's one championship. Peyton Manning is incredible in a regular season. Taj is great to watch on Saturday. He's a Saturday player. I always say that. Something always happens to him Sunday. Something always happens, whether he's fatigued, whether his ankle gets rolled, whatever the case may, may be. And I want you to respond to that. Once you respond to that, I'm going to unmic drama. I'm going to unmic Azim. I'm going to let. So we're all going to have live mics here. All I want right, you to respond right. to that. He's not a winner, and because okay, he's not dude. a winner, that's that's always going to be an asterisk next to his legacy. Of course. Now uh, I totally understand where you're coming from as far as winning, you know, and I, I get exactly everything you're saying. But this is what I will say. In the, most of the tournaments that we showed up and we were, able to bring a, we were able to bring a full roster, that was, you know, way back, I mean, in the very beginning of the tournament. Now, obviously everyone knows this Jamaat has generations. So the gap between, let's just say, my generation and Jimmy's generation, is there's a, there's, there's a significant couple of years, let's just say five or more, right? So let's just say when we came to the first couple of tournaments, if Jimmy was, if Jimmy was 20, we were 15. 
So in the very beginning of the tournament, I mean, we weren't prepared to win. We were still very young. When we first came out there, you know, we were wide-eyed, we were green-thumbed, whatever you want to say. You know, we came out and we weren't we sure. When we first came, we weren't even sure what to expect. So we came across the border, you know, we had, just, we had really just got our feet wet in the tournament. Now, years later, as seasoned vets now, and we're, we can say that because we have all-stars now, you know what I mean? I think that Taj was snubbed more than once for the MVP. So when I'm saying that, you know, uh, we've actually come up and we've actually, you know, begun to be veterans in this tournament, I can say that with, you know, some actual stats to back it up. Now, as far as Taj not being a winner, I will say this. Every other team has been able to consistently bring the same team across. Whereas our team, we've played, and no disrespect to the old heads, like uh, my big bro, the Honorable Khalifa Hussein, he's not who he once was. We've played with players who are actually, we carried teams. Like one year we had, I mean, Muhammad Ahmed, Khalifa Hussein, Nordin, and we took that team to the championship. Although we lost in the finals to HQ, the talent that Taj has been able to consistently carry is actually incredible. And when you look at the game, because the, the year we went to the championship, we beat that team that was coached by you. And Taj, at one point, we were down maybe 12 points. In This is on the Sunday. Taj hit six consecutive threes to take us back into the lead and power us into the championship. So when I'm saying that Taj is a winner, he has the stats to back up that he is a winner. The only problem I would say is that we have not been able to cross the border with all our guns fully loaded. And I'm saying that because we've not, you guys have never seen a team, maybe once we've come across with me, Taj, and Luke Mon Brewster, which is my brother-in-law. So when I look at, you know, what has happened over the years, I mean, the last tournament we came up to, our starting five got, returned, got sent back at the border. There was a hype that Canada was coming. And, and, and I'll say this in, in, you know, the most truthful fashion that we are the most exciting team to watch in the tournament. I mean, no one throws alley-oops the way we do. No one gets – I mean, if you ask people who has dropped more people in the tournament with their crossover, no one has dropped more people than me in the tournament with their crossover. I see you've has stuttered a couple people, but Jamal, he Jamal, hasn't Jamal, down Jamal, like Kyle have. So I gotta go with. Hey, wait, wait, Massachusetts is on the line too. Azim, Azim, can you on mic, Azim? So he has a live mic. I want Azim to have a live mic. I want Drama to have a live. Live, Phil. Yeah. Jamal. Yes. Jamal, let me. If you have background noise, please, please try to monitor that because everybody has a live mic right now. Drama has a live mic. Azim has a live mic. Jafar has a live mic. Dean has a live mic. I'm getting ready to unmic Zoom right now. Jamal, I'm going to keep you with the live mic. I'm going to keep you with the live mic, Jamal. But trust and believe this, bro. Our hoops crossovers, that's all fine and well to me. Do you know Do you know what I like to see? I don't like to see all the exercises the way you talked about. I like to see the exercise of you hoisting that trophy over over your head at the end, at the end of Sunday. Because that's what it's all about. I told Honorable Khalifa Hussein this, this, this last week, and Honorable Khalifa Hussein, Salam's big bro. I know he's probably listening. He's he's in our WhatsApp. Awesome. We have an incredible we have an incredible message here uh, in the last five minutes of my monologue here. But I want to say this. I want to say this is the fact that at the end of the day, we play the tournament to win. We don't play the tournament for highlights. We don't play the tournament for crossovers and alleys. That's fine and well. We played it just like what Griffin said. He said he won with a, with a, with a team of, 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 of a bunch of old men. 
He played the tournament to win the championship. This is why Griffin's I, – I don't never remember Jafar crossing somebody over, but he's the most winningest player. That's what it all comes down. So when Griffin walks into the gym, he's fine. His legacy's already – his, his legacy's already – his legacy's already crafted. Zoom, are you with us? Zoom, Zoom, are you with us? Jafar, go ahead. Zoom, I just want to make sure Zoom is with us, and then Jafar, you can no, respond. Zoom, are you with us? I'm with you. Zoom? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Massachusetts in the house, right? Yeah, we can hear you. Is Mass in the building? Mass in the building. Pay homage to the champions. That's all I'm saying. Pay hey, to hey, the hey, 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 Jimmy, can you respond to that? Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Please. Okay, sit down, Sue. Sue, you got you to gotta play more than two minutes a game before you Yo, yo, pay homage to the champs. Wait, real quick. I want to say this real quick. Moment of silence for the champions. Some people might, you, I mean, if I know you're probably going to disagree with me. But the most important thing and this is my opinion, if you look at it real logically, champions, championships are never won by one player. Championships right. are won by So when you're talking about rankings for the best player in basketball, you should not consider championships. That's my personal opinion. Because Michael Jordan, before he got Ended up winning championships. Michael Jordan was still the best basketball player in the league before he won any championships. LeBron James, before he went to the Heat and won the championship, he was still arguably the best player in the basketball league before he won a championship. So, to win a championship, there's a lot of factors that go into winning a championship. Me personally, I think the year that Philly won a championship. Mass had a team, a squad. Todd got hurt. Mass and Canada lost to Philadelphia in the semifinals. I personally think Canada was about to start beating them. They were about to start blowing them out. Todd started lighting up. He started getting mad. He started hitting shots. Then he rolled his ankle and was out. So I personally think that Canada would have been in the championship that year. Canada, as far as every single time Canada actually comes to the tournament in numbers and they make like a makeshift team, they combine with Georgia, they combine with other teams, every single time Canada has been represented in any type of significant numbers, they're either in the semifinals or the finals. So I'm thinking if we're going to talk about best players, I don't. I personally never include championships because, like I said, I have six championships. Why? Because I'm on a good team, and we know how to win. When we won the champ, the last headquarters championship we won, there was not one single person on there that you could have said is considered the best player in the in the basketball team. Todd was the best player at that tournament. Now, as far as game planning for people, as HQ goes, we're the most winningest team in Jamaat history. We've never game planned for any one person in the Jamaat. Not one time. We've never doubled anybody one time in the Jamaat. We have arguably the best defensive team in the Jamaat. We've never game planned for anybody. But there's still players that stand out above the rest. I don't think there's anybody in the Jamaat right now that can do the things that Taj could do on the basketball court. So that's my opinion. I, I think when you're talking about greatest players, you have to take away championships. 
You have to say what do they do on the court and what do they do for their team. And I got to agree with you there, Jafar, because what I will say about Taj is if you're looking at straight-up skill, there is right now nobody in the Jamaat who has the package that Taj has. And also you got to remember, he's also athletically gifted. I mean, his jump shot, everything is great, but, you know, the boy is really, it can really play. One other thing that, you know, you alluded to that I really liked was that, uh, which is a fact, is that we have very few times, once we've actually been able to bring four and five players over the border, every single time we've been in the semifinals or finals, I have to salute the fact that Mass and HQ, obviously, I mean, the way you guys play together is what separates you guys from the rest of the tournament. And also, you know, how familiar you guys are with each other. So let's, I'm going to give you guys let's, that, let's, and let's, I understand. So but Azim or drama, one of you all may have background noise. I'll, really, uh, I'll give you 30 seconds to fix the background noise. I don't know whether something the kids in the background or whatever the case may be, but can you can you fix that for me, that, that, those background? I want our list, this is for our list to put into the integrity of the show and the crystal clear with them, and then I'll unmic every, Azim and Jama are are, are, are are not mic'd up right now, but I'll unmic you in about 30 seconds if you can clear out that background noise. Soon, you've heard yeah. all of this talk about Taj, you've heard all of these, uh, if you want to call them legitimate excuses, I mean, I, even if we was ranking at Legacy, Taj is not in my top five ever for all-time players, and, and for me, just, and I don't only consider championships, I don't, I don't only consider championships, because I had no problem with Lukman being top five. I had no problem with that, right? right. I, have you know, I have no, I have no problem with that. But so you've heard all of this. Talk your talk. It's yeah. your time. Talk your talk. I'm unmiking uh, Drama and Azim right now. So, but soon, go ahead. Listen, um, Taj, I have to give it up. I'm, I'm be, to be all honest, he's the best player in the team. You know what I'm saying? No one has that. He has a pro game. He has a pro game. He has a pro skill set. Jump shot, step back, ball handling, separation. All those, he has a whole bunch of pro moves. I mean, granted, he works on that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody works as hard as he does as far as, as, far as his skill set. But I have a problem with Luke Mont Brewster being in the top five or even being ranked. Like, I mean, he hasn't been to a tournament forever. And when he did come to the tournament, it wasn't like he was dropping 30 and 20, 30 and 10. I mean, he did his numbers. He, he facilitated Canada, but I honestly didn't think he was the best player on the team. I mean, he he was the best. He had the best skill set at the time, but he wasn't the best player on the team, in my opinion. He didn't. If if when he decided, when he got through a tantrum because they were throwing alley oops off the backboard, yeah, you know I mean, when they were throwing alley oops off the backboard and he threw a tantrum and he decided, I'm not playing, man. I'm not with embarrassing people and stuff like that. They still went out and did them. It wasn't like like he was such an intricate point. That that they needed him. So I mean, I have a problem with him being on the list. Like I mean, he needs to come to a tournament and still show what he still could do. I mean, I'm not sold on that one. But um, as far as HQ being the best team in tournament history, a lot of times when they won a championship, Mass was not there. The whole Mass wasn't there. I mean, they wanted Mass to be there so bad that if four players or three players of Mass showed up, whatever team we hopped on, they called it a Mass team. I mean, so. I mean, I'm not sold on them being the best team ever. What? And a, lot, a lot of times. What? A lot, oh, yeah, I said it. A lot of times when they scheduled the tournament, majority Scranton. of us was – What about Scranton? You did a great job in Scranton. I, I'm not hating on Scranton. Yeah, I won that legitimately. I'm talking about Handwell. the legitimate tournament. What? what listen. What? listen. Handwell. Sweatbox. Hasn't been cons- 
sweatbox. Oh my god. How many injuries did we have in the sweatbox? Like, I mean, How many excuses you gonna only, throw in a row? We only had two we ended up with only two masked players. Yeah, I mean everybody else got an injury because you you put it in the sweat box. Everybody was dehydrated. My, my man was having contractures. Like, come on. Can we can hey, 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 soon 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 let me speak and I wanna I wanna get Azim to chime in, then we'll go to uh then we'll go to um then we'll do a rundown with everybody. I have a very, very important, uh, two important announcements that I must make here in monologue, but, but we definitely have some time, so I don't want people to feel rushed with them soon. Yes. If you, this, I mean, you why the controversy with Taj? If we've all collectively agreed, even myself, right? If we've all collectively agreed, the skill set, all of that, right? If we have collectively agreed to everything, why do you think there's such a controversy every time his name is if, if if it's if it's unanimously he's number one right right and we all can agree with that I think that if you if you emptied everybody out of the gym we took a, a, a an, an unofficial voting about who is the number one player in the in, in the Jamaat now I think that it would be Todd so for me it's the why. fact that why is there an asterisk, asterisk by his name I'll tell you why I'll tell you why right now it's the Mayweather syndrome. He's so arrogant and flashy on the court. I mean, he loses it out there when he when he's playing with passion. And then if he's killing you, no one wants him to win. He's the villain on the floor. Yeah, I mean, he's always the villain on the floor. Yeah, I mean, he hypes himself up. He talks about how good he is. He says he kills you, and then he kills you. Yeah, I mean, no one wants him to win. Everybody wants a rebuttal back because we're men. Like you know what I'm saying? Like no one's just going to talk crazy to you without you having something to say back to him. And now if he's talking crazy and he's doing it. Like, I mean, it's the Mayweather syndrome. Like, Mayweather talks crazy, and he beats A all the time. You know what I mean? He's undefeated, 48, no. Just beat Tokyo. Yeah, whatever. So what do you have to say about, okay, we're talking about villains here. There's no, there's, there's probably no bigger villain than at Fayed at one point. The thing okay. about it is Fayed being a villain was maybe back in 2001, 2000, 2001 2005. We're in 2015 now, Neith. The game has changed. The players, who, who the people are that, that are actually carrying the flag now is no longer the same people who were carrying the flag back then. Just like Jimmy we're said, everybody knows Jimmy is the heart about, of listen, HQ. We're talking about, this is what we're talking about. Because, because you haven't won, maybe you can't appreciate this, Jamal. And once hmm. you win, you'll be able to appreciate it. So we're at a table of winners here now. So the people who are serving us are the people who didn't win. So you're, right now you're the people who are serving us. The right. thing about it, though, is that Faid, I can understand. Faid was the same way with the Mayweather syndrome. He killed, he talked, you know what I mean? But he also won chips, so you had to just shut up. Now, but that's my point that I'm saying that. I'm not saying it because I'm stuck in, in I'm stuck 14 years from now, Jamal. I'm saying it no, because this is the thing. This is the, this is the this difference, call. though, between a Faid and a And listen, Jamal, Jamal, we can arguably say in the map. Let me ask Azim this question. No, but this this, is a question. Azim, let me give you this. The difference between Hani, this is, this is the difference between Faid and Taj. Is Faid was a good player, but he was never considered the best in the Jamaat. So this is what you have to take into consideration. Faid's always been a good player, but he's always been on a good team. Just the same way Jimmy has always been a good player, but he's always been on a good team. And Cowie. Cowie is probably just as much of a villain as Taj or Faid. The difference is, is that Taj's skill level has surpassed anywhere that they have even come close to at, in their prime. And I'm not taking not, away nothing listen, from either of those you, players. I, I, I don't want you to lose me here. We're not talking about skill level. 
We're not talking about all of that. And you have a wrong assessment of Fayed. I don't know where you was. Maybe, maybe you couldn't get past the board, border during these times. And I said I this myself. I told you you have to remember how I'm looking at the game. I'm looking at the game differently. Not, I'm looking at the game I won as a player and, I, and, I, and, and I've won many as a, as a coach. I'm telling you that the fact that the, the most important player on any team throughout all of the tournaments was Faid. So that's number one. So to say that he was a normal player, and at one time it was him, one and two, within the community. But let me say this. Please, please listen to me. Don't Please don't cut me off. I mean, you have a live mic. Okay. So the integrity of you having a live mic is, a mic is that you respect everybody. So I'm going to ask Azim this question. This this question is going to be for you. This question, I, I want you to listen to the answer of Azim because Azim has a live mic right now. Azim. When we speak about being number one, right, when we speak about all of these things about Taj, right, why is there an asterisk? Is it because he hasn't won a championship, right, or is it because that people just don't like him, or is it because of all of that? How important is him winning a championship to stop people from us having this conversation for, for uh, 47 minutes about Taj, right? What, him, what is the big him deal, being I mean? not like is him him not being liked is very minor in the large scale compared to him not having a championship. Because if he's talking to us and he's beating us and he's winning the championship, there's nothing you can say. Because you can always hate. That's the only thing you can knock down. You haven't won. And that's true. Do you understand that, Jamal? We're speaking. These, everybody, do you want, and I want my listeners to say that. Hold on. Can, can we pause real quick? For, can we pause for my uh, station, please? Yeah, let's pause. One second. Oh, love. Y'all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's the Hanif J. Williams Show. Baby. Motivation Radio. Hanif J. Williams, we have a bunch of legends on the phone. We have a bunch of chipless people on the phone. We have a bunch of people who just made it to the championship. They even got my competitive juices flowing. We have Griffin, hey, that's Jafar, all-time winners as player. Everybody has an – everybody's mic is – Every please don't – please don't interrupt us. Everybody's mic – is 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 we have, all have live mics. We got my mother on the phone. We got Honorable Khalif Hussein. We got Kyle. We got everybody that's listening to us. If you listen to what the how the winners speak, the winners even with their even with their speaking of different things, they always go back to winning. If you listen to people who never won before, they're always they have to put in, they have to they they, they have to. They have to try to find a substitute for the fact that they haven't won. So therefore, they would disregard somebody like somebody like a Faid and Faid's Faid's a legend. I mean, for the, for the, for the statement that he's made, that that would be borderline disrespectful. But this is but but you can't hold them accountable. Jamal from Canada accountable, even though this is my little younger brother. We're just we're just talking turning. I don't want people to think this is anything personal to people who are listening. But but because Jamal says something like that, we have to give him an excuse because he's never won before. But Azim. Soom, that's that, that's Mansoom Bay, that's uh, Griffin, that's Azim and Jafar. They never will make these statements because they won before and they played against Faid. If you take Faid off of any of those Virginia teams, we never will win. It's simple as that. But you have to only say that to put it. To put it let's put this in perspective real quick. Let's do a rundown real quick. Let's do a rundown real quick. Dean, are you still with us? I am here. Okay, Dean is still on mic. We got Griffin still with us. Okay. We're right here. It's Hanif J. Williams, so 930. What's today's date? I have to say the date, May 15, 2015. Let's talk about this now. We've talked about Taj enough. we talked about the Lincolns enough. I want to I, 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 I ask you something, Azim. You, obviously, your last name rings bells because of this tournament. From a serious point of view, 
questions for you, Azim, and if you can do this in 45 seconds so we can get to everybody. Your question is, what has these tournaments meant to you? And that includes athletically, that, that includes morally. The second part to, the part to the question is that you've won many, many championships. What is the one championship that you value the most? What the tournament has meant to me, um, it's always been more personal personal to me, playing against the people I see every day, where we might get one tournament in one year. So that leaves bragging rights, bragging rights for the rest of the year and bringing everybody together from all the different uh, lands across the U.S. and Canada. Um, as far as which chip meant the most to me was the tourney before the last tournament when uh, we won out of shape. We lost all four games and went undefeated the second day. I think we lost one game. But to me, that was uh, my favorite tournament. Soon. Yes, sir. This, is, this, this, is, this may cause some controversy soon. Soon, are you with me? I'm with you. Soon Bay, if you don't know, he played on those incredible matches. I thought Mass was going. I, I thought Mass was going to be the all-time winning team. Of course, it's a bunch of doctors on the team. They, they CC had finals, and Faye made a big deal about that. Like I don't want to make the excuse to CC or CC or CC or, 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 or Nasir has finals. Two things, two-part question for you. That was Azim Griffin. And then we're going to go back to Azim in a few minutes. After soon, we'll go to uh, we'll go to Jamal and then and then uh, Jafar. Soon. Yeah. You all, and we're doing, we are doing an episode, too, on, it's called, it's called The Inception. And if you know about The Inception, basketball was created in Massachusetts. So we'll do, we're going to do an entire series, I think next Friday, a week from today, with Massachusetts. Massachusetts is almost the team, we're going to get to our calls in a minute, too. Massachusetts is the team. That has right. quietly went under the radar, though they are leg- legendary. Nobody will ever deny that. So, Sue, my first question to you in the two-part question is the fact that why have you went under the radar? You don't hear a bunch of trash talking. Y'all just come in there, you handle business, and you leave, number one. Why have you went under the radar? Number two is the fact that is having a tournament in Massachusetts, why haven't we, matter of fact, why haven't we ever had a tournament and Massachusetts. So those two questions. Well, uh, in all fairness, we haven't had a tournament in Massachusetts, probably because it's not a central point, you know what I mean, for everybody to talk. I mean, uh, people will travel to New York, but Mass is way further up north for all those that are coming from down south. I mean, as far as uh, fanfare, we're not going to have the most amount of fans. Uh, New York brings the majority of the fans. I mean, that come and watch the tournament, and, and it is a fundraiser. So in all fairness, and in the sense of fundraising, New York will be a best best place for Virginia. I mean, being that Virginia hasn't been in the tournament in a while, so they automatically have to be in New York, where the place is going to get the most money for a good cause. But uh, flying under the radar, um, well, I think, more so, we were developing our youth, our youth and playing in different AAU teams, and, uh, and coming up, coming up uh, in, in the high school basketball, going to prep schools, etc. Yeah, I mean, and uh, we had to revamp Mass. I think we had to revamp Mass because HQ got extremely strong. They, they always are great strategists, and uh, uh, Azim and Cowie and, and Jimmy were the backbone of that team, and 
and they always picked up picked up players and made them made them made them break. So we had to do the same. Like um, the tournament before last, it really hurt my feelings. I mean, we we had a squad and we lost in the semifinals, uh, and uh, they really mentally outplayed us. You know what I mean, Cali with his antics and uh, he was building a beard out there. They they bad news pistons us. You know, there were pistons out there, you know, and, and uh, I lost my head. You know what I mean? Got kicked out of the game. That that joint hurt my feelings. So, you know, I had to go back in the lab and assess what I needed to do to get this chip and get my squad where we needed to be. And in order to do that, I had to bring everyone, everyone, everyone that ever played on mass, that's associated with mass, affiliated with mass, that we needed. So, you know, had to go get Salim Alaw Brooks, you know what I mean, our rebounder, you know what I mean, our strength down there. Um, Salim Alaw, what's get... up, man? I, I see you. Salim Alaw, this is my salam. This is my shout-out. Salim Alaw, Salim Alaw was, he was, Salim Alaw was listening, too. As a matter of fact, we're getting, oh, let's go, hey, soon, soon, can you hold on for a minute? I want to take a call real quick. Somebody's on the line. Area code 646-237. Welcome to Nanif J. Williams show. You are live here. Oh, oh, sorry, come. Championships mean everything because I play to win. That's that's number one. I play to win. Um, I haven't won. We've we've come close. Me and my um, brother Jamal have come very very close. I mean, overtime game three lose lose by one. Um, that being said, as far as being the best player, a championship. I always say I was I was always taught that a ring is a team thing. It's not an I thing. It's not a one-guy thing. It's a team thing. So when LeBron James was on Cleveland Cavs, he, he, he took them to the finals. He was the MVP twice, rookie of the year. He was by far the best player. If you just said a, one guy who would be the number one draft pick at that time, it would have been him. But he never won. He lost to the Spurs, a better team. Then he had to go and get players that could play alongside him and help him because you have to have help. And then he won, and he went Eastern – conference championships four times straight. So he was always the best, but you have to have help. And the reason why I would say that I am the best by a far margin, and that's not any disrespect to anybody, is because the fact of the matter is anyone that has seen me here at home, in in New York, CC, it doesn't matter, I put in the most work. And 
that's why, because I'm a product of my hard work. And I want to, I want to state this right now. Soom's online, Azim's online, Jimmy heard about it, Ata, Kareem Spencer, I mean, drama, the list goes on. Soom talked to me for three years and said, Asif will lock you up, this and that. I said, Soom, watch your mouth. I'm different. He said, he'll lock you up. I guarantee it. Allah had it. The last time I was inside the States, after a workout, after a hard, grueling workout, we got in the gym, and it was very, very bad for him. In the words of Shaq, it was barbecue chicken. It was such light work that soon couldn't understand how he couldn't stop me, how I got anywhere I wanted. It was a joke. It was, it was actually a joke. So to see his name rank over me, when I did that to him, effortlessly. I'm talking like, in order to really guard me, and this is not a disrespect thing. I work out with pros every day, so I'm being taught by everybody who are better than me, superior to me in the game of basketball. So I take heed, I humble, and I learn. And this is why when I see a 5'8 guard, I'm thinking like, I'm working on 6'6 every day. A pro who makes $155,000, a seed can't guard me. And that's why I say that I am the best. I'm a product of who I play with. Let me ask you a question, Todd. Let me ask you a question because I let you talk on my show. And I took the call. Go ahead. Why haven't you won? Listen, I'm a very matter-of-fact guy. Listen, I've been doing this for a long time. Yep. I've coached against you. Yep. You've, 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 I mean, I mean you've scorched my young boys. My, my young, you okay. know, and, and I give you that. I said, I said that he's an incredible shooter. The bottom uh-huh. line, it comes down to this. And no one is taken away from uh, the, the situation with a thief and you being to the gym and you working out. All mm-hmm. of that is all of mm-hmm. that. We mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm glad that you say that. Matter of fact, that lets me know that mm-hmm. someone is out there doing something for the community. I love all of this. Like, I'm, I'm inspirational, you know, right? But I'm mm-hmm. not Hanif J. Mm-hmm. Williams right now. I'm Coach Neith. The mm-hmm. bottom line is uh-huh. the fact that why haven't you won? Listen, and granted, granted, granted this, because this, this has to be mm-hmm. taken into consideration, the Border Patrol of the United States, and we love the United States Border Control because we don't want them to think that we are, you know, we mm-hmm. love they're doing an excellent job. Y'all are doing an excellent job. Granted that, mm-hmm. the times when you came, right, yeah. I was taught, every, I was telling uh, uh, Azim in the chat uh, a few days mm-hmm. ago, I said, do you know when I went up, again? I've never made an excuse of why I lost. I've never made an excuse mm-hmm. of why, of why Kawi and them, you know, why Kyrie and him came back with us when I had the championship. Literally, I can, I can feel the, the material, that gold, little gold plated material in my fingertips. And, and Kyrie and him came back and destroyed us. I didn't, there was no excuse that I used. Listen, my brother Jamal called and, 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 and could call the premature timeout when you hit those six threes in a row. I never even talked about why he called that timeout. I said that why? Taj had an incredible game. I've never seen a shooting performance like that. So why is it all of the excuses? The bottom line and my question to you after me saying all of this is this. Why mm-hmm. haven't you won? If you're this great outside of the tournament, right, if you're this mm-hmm. great playing against, uh, playing against uh, professionals, if you're this uh-huh. great outside of the tournament, the tournament obviously mm-hmm. isn't isn't the best competition. That means that mm-hmm. as effortlessly as you as as effortlessly as you allegedly disposed of the legend Asif, right? Who mm-hmm. has many many championships? Why haven't mm-hmm. you won? Okay, so like I said prior, that a ring is is a team thing, and I will sum this up very smoothly for you. The last tournament that 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 I did attend, okay. The last tournament that I came to, 
my team did not cross, okay? Some guys got turned, turned back. Azim is my best friend. I said, okay, no one's here. I'm going to play with y'all. You know what I was told? Abdul Manan said, Taj, you cannot play with them. I'm like, this is my best friend. I don't have a team. Why? He said, you're the best player in the Jamaat. I said, okay. Sooms, one of my very good, good friends, stayed at his house for a month. Thank you very, very much. Appreciate it. I said, I'll play with Mass. The whole team is in here. Taj, you are not allowed. I said, okay, hold on. Dean, one of my childhood friends, I'll play with y'all. No, you know what he ended up telling me? He said, Taj, do not search. You are too good. You have to play with the worst team. By Allah, he told me, you have to play with the worst team. So when <laughs> I'm told that, what do you want I'm to do? Oh, oh, Taj, Taj, uh, I'm not stopping you. Go ahead. Hold that thought. I gotta, I'm got i going to say something to Abdumanan because he's listening and Dr. Bashir. I have to let yes. Jafar, because Jafar, Jafar's my, Jafar's my guest. And I, I want to, you, you mm-hmm. have a live mic. You have a live mic, Taj. I'm not going to unmic. You have a live mic. I'm going to yeah. say yeah. something. I'm going to let Jafar say something. And then I'm going to yeah. let you finish your point. Don't forget your point. Abdumanan. Yep. Abdumanan, one of the things that I want to say about this, and let, and, and, and let me be crystal clear about this, because this is something that Azim mentioned earlier, and everybody's mic'd up. Jamal, you're mic'd up. Soon you're unmiked. I mean, you're, uh, you're, you are muted. Jamal, you're muted. And Azim, you're muted. But stay with me, because I'm going to unmute you here. I don't even know if I'm going to have a time to do my monologue. It's no big deal. We can do it Tuesday when we bring in, when we bring in Griffin, uh, Jafar, uh, 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 Tuesday. Let, let me say this. Uh, uh, Abdumanan, you have to call up because if you have to let us know who voted for, for, for these rankings, this thing is about transparency. And if this was said to him, and if this, in fact, was said to Todd, this is a bias that we, the integrity of our tournament means everything, and we can, we can, we can, we can work out the kinks with that. Jafar, you heard a lot. I want you to respond. Jafar Griffin is my guest. As well as Dean Salam, he's my guest. It's a talk. With, it's Tony Talk. It's a series behind the scenes. It's uh, Dean Salam. D- Dean went to go take care of business with his family. I want to thank him and his family for allowing him to be on. Abdul Manan Giles, who was able to listen to us via other, he wasn't able to be on. It's May 15, 2015. I have Todd on the line. Jafar Griffin, can you please, the all-time winningest player in, uh, in mm-hmm. TMOA attorney history, can you respond and just basically capsule everything that you heard so we can let Todd finish? Well, just real, real quick. The one thing that we have to we have to recognize is that doing uh, a ranking as far as the players that all all play in this in this community, it's very difficult to, thing to do because it's not like NBA or college where you have access to all the games that everybody plays. Mostly, what you're going off of is one perception, um, word of mouth, and a person's legacy. Like, for instance, people like myself and Abdul Kawi, my brother, are on the top ten simply because of our legacy. I am nowhere right now in the top ten basketball player in the Jamaat. There's plenty of younger guys that are a lot better than me. But because I have six championships and people see me play a lot in a lot of tournaments, they remember how I used to play and how I can play, that's why we're on, on that list. Um as far so you have to give give these guys a little bit of leeway as far as forming this list because people go, oh I heard so and so is good I see them play once it seemed kind of good so it's kind of like a real real quick judgment call. Um, as far as Todd goes, he's it, there's there's no argument at all about him being the best player in the Jamaat or in the community because 
if you simply want to follow even how the NBA does it, there's two MVPs. There's the MVP of the regular season, right? That how many times has the MVP of the regular season actually won the MV, also the MVP of the championship series? You know, you could pick out some instances right there. How many times did Steve Nash win the league MVP, and how many times did he win it in a row? That's saying, okay, the MVP, you are the best player in the NBA right now. But you did not even win a championship. That's why they pick the MVP before the, even the playoffs end. So there ha- there's, a, there's a distinction between winning as greatest winning players and a distinction between just flat out the best player. Right out off the top, there's no one that's going to argue and say, who's the best basketball player in the, in the community? It's going to be Kaj every single time. Everybody else, the people that have a, uh, a discrepancy with that or want to put an asterisk in his name are mainly people that want somebody else to be at that. That's it. Like I, for instance, all the people that don't care about being ranked or aren't in those runnings of being the top player, they're going to tell you Kaj flat out. No asterisk, no anything. I don't care if he won once, never won. I don't care if he never made it to the playoffs. Right now, he's the best basketball player in the community. How you decide this, just to sum it up, how you decide this, if if you took 100 people, 100 coaches that know basketball in the community and say, okay, we're going to have a draft, and you gave them all turns taking the first pick, the majority of them are going to pick Todd for the first pick, flat out. That's how you tell yeah. the basketball player it is. Zoom, can you can you fix your background, Zoom? Everybody's on the mic. Azim's on the mic. Jamal's on the mic. Zoom, I'm waiting for you to fix your background noise. Taj is on the mic. We're going to do a rundown here. Hopefully I can get my monologue in. Taj, I want to go back to you because I said I was going to go back to you. What were you mm-hmm. saying? I want you to finish your point. Azim and Jamal, you are on mic. Uh, Zoom, fix your background noise. I'll give you 10 seconds and I'll, and I'll unmic you soon. Go ahead, Taj. Okay, so so as I was saying is that I was told I could not play with any of those teams. Like this is a this is a I'm this is an actual fact, and I'm looking like wow. He's like no, you have to, and this was his exact words. You can only play with the worst team, Georgia. I've never seen these guys Who's in my exactly entire life. Be clear, be clear in your speech. Abdul Ab, Abdul Manan. These are his exact words. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Frank was there, Azim was there, and they heard him. And Azim's like, "What? What are you talking?" And Azim got mad. Like, "What do you mean Taj can't play with us?" He's like, "Taj cannot play with y'all. He can't. He's too good. What do you mean? That's an automatic win. That's what he said." So that that right there should should really give you the what you need to just know who the best actually is. Furthermore, okay, I come to these tournaments because I just love being around. All of the boys. I miss everybody. That's why I come. And Aziz's point was very, very valid because I don't even have an MVP, it's, to, be, to be honest. And there's many times when I'm like, I didn't get MVP. This is kind of strange. But there are people who do not like that I talk about you, tell you what I'm going to do, do it, tell you that you're terrible, you shouldn't be here, why am I even playing with you? It's a privilege to be next to me. And, and then they get mad. No, listen. Mind you, mind you, mind you. This is just, this is just a basketball thing. It's, it's how you approach the game. It's how you have to approach the game. And anyone that I'm taught by or, or that I'm around, 
that's how they approach the, the right game. So that's how I approach it. And does it sound rude and arrogant and disrespectful? Yes. But once I'm off of the floor, I'm calling call the Azan, I'm singing with Ibi, I'm vibing. It isn't like that. But in between those lines, I mean, we're alive. But, yo, I'm a dog. I'm trying to win. I don't, I'm not thinking, I'm not going to curse you, but I'm not thinking about, quick, you know what I'm saying? Quick. Let me say something real quick just to su- kind of support what Taj is saying. Sometimes um, in the previous tournaments, it was put up to our HQ, our headquarters, as let's pick up Taj. The t- Canada's not coming, let's pick up Taj. It's been mentioned a few times, and every single time, usually we just end up saying, nah, that's going to be too easy, we can't play with Taj. It would, it would literally be too easy. We'd win games by 30, 40 without breaking sweat. We had Taj mentioned. I couldn't that's, say that, that about him. Um, uh, Jamal, I want you to, Taj, 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 wait, Taj, let me say this because okay. we're, 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 we're really, really crunched for time here. You know I love you too, bro. I mean, this is this yes, is basketball yes, yes, stuff. You, you, you know our mission is way beyond it. I want to tell you that I love you. Jamal... I really want to. I really want to keep it. I really want to keep it. You know. You know. In the north, Jamal. Jamal, can you respond just on your final thoughts? I know we're in WhatsApp right now together, but can you respond in your final your final thoughts of everything? Everything that Todd just said. Say whatever you want to say. I'll give you. Uh, see, eleven. Uh, just talking out. Just just talking out, and I'll cue someone else in when I feel like you've made your point. All right. All right. Well. Uh... In reference to what Todd said, I mean, I totally agree in everything Todd said. I mean, number one, obviously, like Sue alluded to, it is the Mayweather effect. A lot of people don't like Todd. But another great point that I'll give to you saying, showing his skill level, and not only, you know, his skill level, but his ability to, to make a whole team better, it'll show you. I mean, the years that we played with the White Hawks, consistently they were either in the semifinals or the finals. The years that we left the White Hawks, the year that we that Canada didn't show up and become a hybrid team with you know the White Hawks from New York and half Canada, they were blown out by 20 points every single game. And I'm saying that they have the exact same team minus the Canadians. So when I'm saying how good Todd is, and I'm not saying that okay I don't have anything to do with it because I'm obviously out there working too, but how great, how good a player Todd is actually made it somewhat of a last-place team go all the way to the finals. That's saying something about a player's talents and ability. Just like LeBron was able to do that year, he beat Detroit and carried the Cavs to, uh, up against the Spurs. Yeah, he lost to a superior team, and that was only because of their ability you know, to work together. And that's what I feel the great teams in this Jamaat have. I think VA... Hey, listen, hey, listen, let me... Hey, these Canada boys is hungry. Do y'all, hear, do y'all hear that echo in their voices? The reason why we want this championship is the brotherhood. Is Guys don't really understand. Like, I mean, you can be anywhere else in the world and you might not get it. But when you're amongst us, and I mean, Jimmy, Azim, Zoom, everybody, anybody who's listening in can say that this is a correct statement. We know that, yo, one day we're all going to get old, just like our fathers did. Back in the day, they had, you know, a Jamaat Olympics. They didn't play ball like we did, but they had Jamaat Olympics. And to this day, the old heads tell stories about those Jamaat Olympics. And, uh, you know, when we get older, we're going to all turn around and we're going to be at an Eid somewhere. And everyone is going to be talking too. about. 
My MVP, my all-star, my champion. I gotta get this monologue in. Zoom, real quick. I want to hear Azim speak because I, I just, I just, I've always said I liked Azim. I, I've, I've always said that I just liked Azim. I never really, I never, I never really sent comparing to the game to like undercut Azim or anything. I always do that with Jafar and Akawi though. Uh, but anyway, uh, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. In in the Dominion's defense. It's hard running the tournament, and his and his defense. He, he, I asked him why Taj couldn't play. He said, "If we were doing a draft, who gets the first pick?" I said, "The worst team." He said, "There you go. I can't. There's no way I can put the, the, the top teams get the first pick on the best player." So that's that's in his defense. Uh, it's a hard thing to do, but I mean that's why he said Taj couldn't play with other teams. I mean, I, I mean, you know, and this is this is my discrepancy with everything, and I really have to get this. Y'all gonna make me just say, forget the monologue and let's talk to the. But I really have. It's something very, very important that's taking place with us tonight, and I don't want tomorrow night, and I don't want to. I, I, I was, I have to mention this, but I want to say this is the fact that that what Abdul Manan said to you, and I love Abdul Manan. He's the, he's the young teacher in our community. He's a singer. He's becoming a office, All of that, like, but that right there. Even he told you something different, and he told he told Todd something totally different. And what he told Todd was wrong. We can stack teams up as much as we want to stack teams up. This is the, this is the beauty of the tournament. As a matter of fact, we was even at one point where the fact that you didn't need you know you could just come to the gym with whoever you wanted on the tournament. It wasn't about it, it, so that messes up the integrity of the tournament. So, but like like I said, you know, I mean that's just me talking. I mean, but, but what do I know? I you know I only control the show right here. Azim. Yes, sir. Azeem, how... I'd like to add... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. In closing, I'd just like to... Uh, Todd's got too much love. Um, he's not that good. I beat him in a championship twice. <laughs> All-star. All-star both times, so let's cut the Todd part. <laughs> My last question is um, for Jamal on uh, national radio with 500 people listening from two different countries and several different states. Can you uh, name your alliance for this tournament? Um, <laughs> I'll let you all know right now, oh. man. I, I let them – hey, 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 I'm, t- I'm letting them know right now. I'm letting the whole dramatic know. Coming across to the play with HQ, baby. I'm going to see you all oh. in the chat. Can't bring home a chip. Oh, Let me know what time it is. Listen, I was gonna play with the. I'm gonna let you guys know this. I was gonna play with the Land Boys. Well, hey, listen, who's talking and, uh, right now? But listen, you know, I want you to identify yourself. I don't want people to get the actors confused. Who's talking right now? Who's talking right now? Jamal. Jamal. Jamal is good. Right? I don't want nobody. I don't want to right now. And I want to let everyone know. I was. Uh, I was going to play with uh, the Land Boys, and then um, you know, I spoke with my brother Jafar. Uh, drama, not Jafar uh, Griffin. And when we were speaking, you know, uh, he, I had advised him, you know what, Canada's going to bring a team. So we were bringing our team. Everything went well. And as we started to plan everything out, stuff started falling through the cracks. So when I had already advised drama, yo, I am going another way, I didn't want to call him back and say, you know what, now my team ain't playing. Let's, uh, you know, can I jump back on your team, knowing that he had already started planning. But within the last couple of days, my little bro Azim called me and said, you know what, Jamal? We need you on this team. Come get this trip with me. I told him, listen, give me till Friday to decide what's going on. Then I'll be able to decide and see whether or not Canada's going to come. From the talks that I hear from my Canadian brothers, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to cross the border. 
and cross with more than five players. So I've made the decision to lace them up with HQ this time around. Take hey, my town to New York, right? Okay, listen, I wanted to thank everybody. I had to do this monologue. I wanted to, everybody, is, uh, can you, can you, we have to do our monologue. I want to thank my guest, of course, Jafar Griffin, Abdulmanan Giles, even though he wasn't able to be on the uh, phone. I want to do uh, my monologue. It's very, very important. First of all, this this platform is like I'm sweating right now. I mean, it's like I'm on the sidelines talking to these young men. I haven't seen these young men in a lot of uh, uh, in a lot of years. This tournament is really about brotherhood. You hear the competitive spirit. Taj, and I think it's very important for me to say this. Taj is the number one player in the Jamaat. I think, and I agree with him when he says by a long shot. Whoever is number two, he's probably has lapped a few times. So let's say that. I want to uh, say something uh, uh, in regards to my mother first. Uh, and my first two things that I wanted to say. Uh, my mother has been selected to participate in the upcoming Certified Cultural and Linguistic uh, Competence uh, as a facilitator training. Um, this is uh, a, a lot of high-volume applicants across the state of uh, the Commonwealth of Virginia. As a trainer, my mother, uh, she'll be expected to assist with achieving uh, equity and basically uh, human behavior uh, and, developments, and developmental services of, uh, of people, and she'll be assisting in the developmental, cultural, and linguistic training programs that will establish the baseline of knowledge which in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Basically, she's going to be a professor at a uh, – she's going to be a professor, basically, at a – let me read this. She sent this to me. She's going to be a professor uh, teaching a class. My mother, of course, has been working a job, one of the hardest working women I ever met. That's on target. If you see those kufis – I think she's made like 100,000 kufis in her 30-year career of crocheting those kufis. The second thing I wanted to say, which is very, very important, we are spiritual people, and we have tomorrow night Laylatul Miraj, which is the ascension of the Holy Last Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is the, uh, which may God's, may Allah's God's peace and blessings be upon him. This is very, very important. If you're involved in the tournament, I really want to, we have, we have 511 people who listen live to this call tonight. If you're involved in this tournament, go to your local location, go to your local land, and involve yourself with this incredible event, this incredible event that was basically the coronation of our Holy Last Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this Laylatul Miraj. We, if you want the program, if you haven't got the program, WhatsApp us. We'll send it through WhatsApp. It's very, very important that we do this, that we go to, the, that we go to this Laylatul Miraj. It's very, very important. The second thing that I wanted to say, Tuesday, Tuesday is the third part of the Tourney Talk series. Who are we talking to? We're talking, about, we're talking to Jafar Griffin. We're talking his legacy. We're talking how long is, is this his last tournament? Because people are people. He's like a he's he's like the Iron Man. I mean, is this his last tournament? So it's all Griffin come Tuesday. What are we doing Friday? It's called the Inception, where the game was created. All of those mass players you don't hear talk. Nasir, Sifi, Bashir, talking. Well, we're going to be talking to them. The last series of this. The last series of this. All of the players who's involved with it can just have an all-out talk trash thing. We can give our predictions. And then the shows in between that, we, those, those are currently developing. But if you want to be on the Hanif J. Williams show with the Tony Talk, all you do is have to send me a WhatsApp. I think Taj just created his own show. So, Taj, if you can WhatsApp me, we can probably plug you in sometime so you can have your own show so we can speak.
about this big asterisk next to your name, right, as far as championships, not your talent or your skill set. So that's that. This is the Hanif J. Williams Show. This is Tony Talk Behind the Scenes. Tune in with me Tuesday. I'm speaking to the all-time winningest player in, in, in the MOA history, in TMOA attorney history. That is Jafar Griffin, and we'll send the flyer out here sometime this weekend. I thank everybody for listening. They wanted me to give, do you, do do you want to give the quote? Uh, end of the night quote for them? Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll give the end of the night quote very, very quickly. What, what is the motivation and inspiration today? It is simply this. It says that if you are still alive, then you have survived, and even this deserves celebration. If you are alive, and then that means you will survive, even this deserves celebration. Every day means something. It's the Hanif J. Williams Show.